Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? What do you got going? I am eating a mega Twix bar. Oh, you are? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Chocolatey. Yeah, in celebration of our late night uh, v- concessions counter oh, see, raid. See, I'm going the opposite direction because of that. Well, what do you have? I'm going kale? like celery. Okay. Oh, good. I'm good. chewing celery. Well, I'm going to discuss the late night counter raid today on this podcast. Well, we should. We can. Uh, but it has left me with a new um, course in life. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest. I'm never going to eat again. That's why. That's my new thing. It, just celery. No, no, I eat nothing. That's fake celery, uh, air celery. Oh, you're going on a hunger strike. Yeah, I'm never going to eat again after last night. Okay, I'll believe that when me shit turns purple <laughs> and smells like rainbow <laughs> sherbet. Uh, That's my new thing. Okay, cool, bro. I haven't had, had a bite of food yet today. Nor, nor have I. Actually, I just no, saw you. I, I just saw you cheese. eat. Uh, okay, well, here's the thing. You're Let, eating the leftovers from your raid in the hotel lobby. Let's, let's just catch everybody up. <laughs> We're in Raleigh-Durham. We're in Raleigh-Durham. Do you want to do you want to plug anything before we get into it? Yeah, let's think. We should plug before we start. Because really, we got some shows we get, coming up. We really start jumping in because we're in Raleigh and we're having a good time and uh, we're in the hotel and uh, uh, we should be thinking about our careers. Okay. Um, okay. So we got uh, stand up live coming up Phoenix. Yeah. Right. We'll be there June eighth, ninth, and tenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next weekend we're gonna be in Charlotte. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the comedy right. zone. What is it, like the fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth of yeah, June? Add seven. Okay. So wait. So it's 8th, 9th, and 10th of June. We're going to be in Phoenix at Stand Up Live. And then the next weekend, we're going to be in Charlotte. Yeah, back 15, in North 16, Carolina. 17. Uh, at the Comedy Zone. Is that South Carolina? No, it's North That's Carolina. That's North Carolina. Yeah. Come on, buddy. And Raleigh My Durham. kids know that shit. Okay. It's funny because. Uh, uh, You're in the triangle right now. We are in the triangle. Somebody <laughs> gave me shit last night. They're like, now, why would you come to North Carolina, mm-hmm. then go to Arizona, mm-hmm. then come back to North Carolina? <laughs> I said, I don't really have a good answer for that. Sure. You know, just sometimes that's the way it shakes. Because you're actually going to go to Los Angeles in, in between all that shit. Yeah, t- so on Sunday. Right. I, I, I'm in Los Angeles right now, technically. No, no, no. I, I, but that's right. We go home. I mean, we don't go, you know, we're not going from Raleigh right to yeah. Phoenix. You know yeah. I mean? Well, his point is, why don't you just route the shit and do like, oh, well. like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in sure. there and then be done with the whole stinking thing. Sure. We don't do you don't do comedy shows on Mondays. Yeah, only stooges do that. Yeah, only, only totally idiots. successful. Only guys who can sell out. Only guys who on can a get, Monday. Who can get you to go to a theater on a Monday night. We're not that. And that's not us, bro. Um, Friday night, look out. Watch out. We're having fun. Saturday night, I own that motherfucker. Yeah, but Monday night, no. nah, not not for. Who us. wants a party on Monday night anyway? I do. Oh. Um, okay, right. so uh, so we did June. So those are the plugs, June. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then we've got some more in August. We, we don't have to deal with that. Today. We don't have to deal okay, with that, right? So that's it. It's coming up. Chukru, we'll see you there. Phoenix and Charlotte. Go. So, let me go. So we're here go. in Raleigh, yeah. and we had the, the way it goes for us is typically we arrive in a city on Thursday, we do the show. Yeah. Then we have to wake up at the butt crack of dawn to do Friday morning press. Right, the, the morning radio zoo to promote the movies. You know, that's why the Thursday show always runs the risk of maybe being. Uh, not sold like, out because you haven't done press yet. You haven't done press, right? And but Friday morning you do the press, and then we come back to the hotel, go to sleep, because our show ended late. We had to wake up early. We're you know we're we're tired. Yeah, 
come back, take a nap. We wake up, exercise, do all that stuff. We need our beauty sleep. Friday night is the night we go out. Cause, Party night, right? Yeah, because that's oh, the wait, night. Oh, wait, we shouldn't tell anybody that. No, that's okay. Okay. Because sa- Saturday is the day we can actually sleep in. Right, okay. And then Saturday night after the shows, we don't go out because we get Hop on the, the first earliest flight, flight out. Back home so we can right. be with our kids. Right. So this weekend, er, this weekend here in Raleigh is one of those rare times where we came in on Wednesday night. Right. I don't even want to start bitching about what happened. Well, I mean, it's going to be, you know... Uh, Delta irrelevant. fucked us. Relevant. It's going to be relevant. Delta fucked us. Yeah. And, here, and, you know, people know we've been railing on Delta lately. And, you know, I will say this. I'll give you the update. Delta, because uh, I don't think we get a chance to update before. Yeah. But Delta refunded everything. On our tickets? On my ticket. I'm talking about my Florida trip. Remember oh, my yeah. My Florida trip? Okay, yeah, but not... But Remember not. When, it, when the last time we, I went to Minneapolis? How could I forget? For a layover. And I know. To go to talk to the people. Oh, right. Right? Okay, so we... we told that story last time, did, but we didn't... Did it, we tell it on this one? We told it on the podcast that got erased. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so we're going to have <laughs> That's to... That's a whole other thing. We need to get caught. All right, but I'm just saying, it's like, we don't have to spend much time in it, but okay, I got, I got made whole by Delta right. after I went to... We had an hour layover, you went and took a nap, and I went to the customer service line, Yeah. and I got my shit in order with them. Yeah, and I felt I was worried for the the safety of the person you were going to speak to in right. uh Minnesota, right. in Minneapolis. Cuz I had to speak to a human cuz like you can't get them on the phone. No. And so I'm like I'm in Minneapolis, I'm going to go talk to a human. Yeah, and exactly. I did. Let's just keep in mind by the way, this is all this backstory is for the concessions counter. Okay. Okay, okay. okay so but, so so uh, this trip to Raleigh is one of those rare times where we actually are going to come in on a Wednesday to do Thursday morning press. Right. In order to promote the Thursday night sure. show as well. And it's also because another of my hates, connecting flights. Right. Oh, you right. hate. We couldn't fly direct to Raleigh. Exactly. So, so anyway. we were supposed to, we were going to connect in Detroit and then fly out of Detroit and arrive in Raleigh on midnight on Wednesday night. Right. Okay. So here's what happened. Yeah. We, uh, our plane got delayed over an hour in Los Angeles. And I don't know why. We don't know why. We don't know why. It wasn't weather. Yeah. Right? Then... It's just one hour delay. Yeah. So it was going to be really close with our connecting flight. Yeah. We landed with 10 minutes to go. Now, the, the announcement, several times on the plane, the flight attendant said, these, they know we're coming in, yeah. and, and these are the last flights. Because everyone's out. fucked. Like, everyone was flying through Detroit, which is a connecting city. Yeah. And everyone had to get the last flight out to their respective places, wherever they were going. So the whole plane was full of people who yeah. were upset and who were kind of fucked. And who needed to connect. Yeah. And so the flight attendant said, don't worry... All these other flights know, they're all Delta flights, they know yeah. that this plane is delayed, and if it's close, they're going to try to wait, because they are the last flight out. Right. Okay? right. They'll so, give you a little cushion. Yeah. So we landed with 10 minutes to go. Right. We were the lucky ones. We were two gates away. Right. Real close. We didn't have to go very far. I didn't have to w- work up a sweat. No. You still beat me to that gate. By a lot. <laughs> by about five minutes. Right. But I still ran but while we're, a little so we, bit. We landed with 10 minutes to go. We're pulling yeah. in. I could see our plane. Right. In the gate. At the gate. We right. know what gate that plane is. It's gate right. 66. Right. Wait, the gate Raleigh. 60. The Raleigh gate. Uh, I got off the plane right. with four minutes to go. Okay. Or with six minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah. And finally got off. I, I ran ran on the catwalk. Like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse sure. me. Like bumping into people. Sure. You, knew, you were going to make it. I sprinted right. to the gate. I arrived there at 10.18. Our flight was scheduled to depart at 10.20. Right. I arrived there at 10.18. Right. And the, and the plane had left. So not only... The doors were closed and the plane had already pulled away. Yeah, and, a, and a woman was walking away. She said, sorry, it's too late. Now, that plane was there. It's not too late. We, it's we early. were landing. They knew. If, if they were indeed waiting for us, they sure. 
fucking knew that they we did. had landed. They did. They need. They knew there were passengers on that flight. They had to wait. They just had to wait until the proper right. departure time, but they didn't. Right. They left early, and to that I say, fuck you, <laughs> Delta. And then they can't wait, man. They leave late. You get mad at them. They leave early. You get mad at them. Well, this is a special circumstance. It was a special. They're circumstance. the last flight out, and they're and you think that they wouldn't want to work because like. There's a whole fucking plane full of people who are going to their flights. And, you know, uh, not to jump ahead in the story, but we, we were with all those people who missed all their flights who had to stay in hotels. Yeah. You know, like 100 people had to stay in a fucking hotel. Yeah. And they had to, Delta had to pay for that shit. Yeah. If they had waited five minutes, they could have saved a little dough with some of us exactly. for, on the rally flight on their plane. Exactly. Yeah. So Stupid. Yeah, and it's not like, I mean, they left early. They left early. They left early. Knowing that there was a situation. And listen, when, when, when you get the announcement, we're, I've had the announcement, uh, we are holding the plane for a few uh, passengers who have not arrived yet. Right. I've been on a plane that's, and when they've made that announcement, the truth is, if you take off, you're so accustomed to being delayed on planes. If sure. you take off 10 minutes late, that's a victory. Yeah. Nobody I, I, gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. No. Mm-mm. Anyway, so fuck you, Delta. We had right. to stay uh, in Detroit Wednesday night. Yep. And they uh, uh, gave us... It was actually not a bad experience in the sense that we walked right up to the customer service thing. They had a machine that spits. You put your thing in, and they spit out a new boarding pass, which was the first flight out the next morning. And then they spit out uh, uh, a voucher for a hotel. It took 10 seconds. 10 seconds. So easy. And we were so uh, enamored by it. We were so excited by it. We just took our vouchers and just fucking walked away. And we got about 10 minutes away, uh, and then we realized that they had put us in different hotels. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We looked at our vouchers like, where are you staying? Oh, I'm not staying at the four, seat, well, the four points like, or whatever. Yeah, not so bad. The yeah. Wyndham. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've got four points Sheridan. <laughs> and then like, we went back to the hel- a different help desk. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, I, that's, there's nothing I can do about it. Sorry. Yeah. And then we called the hotels. They said, no, we can't honor that. You have to stay at those hotels. And then they won't reissue it. We're like, all right. Fine, sure. Whatever. Sure. So then. So we had to split up. We flew. We split up. Yeah. Although we got back together. We did. Because it, it ended up the hotels were across the street from each other. Yeah. And we went to the bar. So we had dinner together. <laughs> And, and some beers. And then, um, so then we got on the flight out Thursday. Yeah. But that made us miss a couple of the press opportunities did. Thursday morning. That's right. But we still did press Thursday morning. Yeah. But we, but and then we had to do press Friday morning. Yeah. And you just, think the true crew's like, stop fucking whining. Jesus, you're so, like, you get to do stand up fucking comedy. whining. You're fucking dicks. Babies. Here's the real point. Yeah. Is that thinking that we were going to be able to sleep in on Friday morning. Right. Because we weren't going to have to do press. In yep. advance, we made plans to go out with. With some friends. With some good friends yep. of ours. Yeah. Thursday night in Raleigh. Yep. And we honored that. And uh, we went out, had a good time. But we came, Kevin and I came back to the hotel. Yeah, late night. And we hit the concessions counter. It's at the front desk. Well, because they have one of those cute little, uh, you know, little wall with snacks on it. Yeah. And you walk up there and you can check your snacks and then you hand them to the guy and he rings up your room. And, and it's then... different than the vending machine where you're like, you have to put in money and then enter a code. And it's there's a barrier between you and the sex. Right. In this case, you can put the... You can put the snacks in your hand before you put like you can collect. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I think last night's concession run was the most decadent in the history of our concession. It was gross, runs. but you went more than I did. I think I had you seven. doubled my I got three. I think I got, I got three in a soda. Three in a diet coke. I got seven and a co- full coke. Right. And you got uh, seven and, and I was like and we were standing at that thing. And, you know, we had a few pops, you know. We had a little buzz going, right? And it was a little comedy sequence with the guy at the front desk. Yeah. You know? 
But and it, Kev, you, I was fucked up. I'm not gonna say I had a buzz. I was fucked up. You were fucked up, and you were pulling shit off the shelf. And I was like, "Wow, he's really pulling a lot of shit off the shelf." Yeah, <laughs> and not like, hey, it's a normal size Twix bar. It's like sure. the jumbo Twix. Sure, like the Snickers that's still sitting in my room right now is tremendous. <laughs> it's, it's. I'm like, surprised you didn't eat that for lunch. I, you know, I thought about it because my nickname is the Snickers Kid. It is the Snickers Kid, but Snickers packs a lot of calories. It does it does pack? It's a like punch. one of those ten thousand calorie. Candy I know bars. it. I know. So you got to be careful. With You're that. feeling it for days. Even drunk last night, I'm like, I can't add that on top of everything I've just eaten. Sure. And then, but then we came up to the room, and uh, the uh, the famous Stallone, James Wood, Sharon Stone movie was on. Oh my god! The Specialist. The Specialist. It's... And we hunkered down and watched The Specialist and ate our grunts. It, the Specialist. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. I don't remember it being so bad. I it's saw that. It's so in bad. Did you? Yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, they're all bad in it. It's bad. I mean, James Woods. I James like Woods James is so bad. I don't like James Woods. I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as an actor. As a person, he's a total douche. Yeah, yeah. He's a total douche. But, like, the first time I saw him, when, when I remember seeing him in, uh, uh, what's the Jeff Bridges movie, Against All Odds. Sure, yeah. I thought he was a great villain. Yeah. Because he's a fucking prick. Yeah, he looks like a prick. Yeah, he looks like yeah. a prick and everything. But then, like, And in real life, he seems like a prick. And we've met him. <laughs> yeah. And he is a prick. Let's just be honest. And I've seen him on talk shows. He's a fucking mm. dick. He's stupid. He is a prick, but uh, and uh, and and in that movie, well, he, he chews to, it up. He chews it up, but he was also supposed to be like a stud, yeah, or like a charismatic. Like <laughs> he's supposed to be so obnoxious, but he was like lovable, and he just yeah. he's so gross. He looks like he looks like he looks like bad breath. Ew, gross. <laughs> That's a good description of him, though. But anyway, anyway, so we did hunker down and have our snacks. We hunkered down, had our snacks, yeah. really ate a, sh- a ton of stuff, yeah, and good. Today we're feeling it. Not good. That's why I'm there reading again. Yeah. Although I do want to get a steak tonight. Because <laughs> the steaks we had last night for dinner. Look, look at They us. were good. Look at us. We're going to lose the Chew Crew, aren't we? Hey, Chew Crew, don't go anywhere. Just Sorry, guys. Cut us some slack, would you? <laughs> it's been a rough couple of days for us. All right. You know how like, sometimes like when somebody like vents yeah, and you're like, and you give them like a few minutes, five minutes of venting, but after 15 minutes, you're like, all right, all right, enough venting. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. We got it. We all got problems. That's all we've been doing right now. I know it. Fuck us. That's all right. Everyone, you know, it's all relative. You know what, Chew Crew? Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Wait, no, don't. No, don't. No, don't. I'm sorry, Chew don't. Crew. Fuck I us. I take it back. Fuck us. Fuck us. Right. We had a lot of Chew Crew at last night's We did. It was Thursday fun. Show. Was I a, love some good seeing Chew, Chew crew. crew. There was some good Chew Crew there last night. I was exhausted, though, for that show. I felt like there were some, like, really big dudes from the Chew Crew last night. There was. There was, like, dudes who were, like, 6'8". There was, well, there was six, the one six, Chew Crew guy, and I always find six, this. 6'5". I always find it interesting. There was one Chew Crew guy who waited on the meet and greet line. Yeah. But he didn't want to take a picture. He just wants to say hi. He just said, "Was here to tell you, I'm a big fan. You Good know, guy. since Polo Cruiser and like." Right. But at that point, I'm like, "You're here. Yeah, let's take a pic. You're true crew. We're chilling. There's actually you waited. You're the last person online. All right, we can take a picture. Just turn around and take a no. pic. Maybe he's, it's one of those guys. You know, it steals your soul, guy. You know, one of those guys. Oh, Haitians. Yeah, it doesn't like to get his picture taken. Haitian. Yeah, you die a little bit every time you get a picture taken. Yeah. I'm fucking dead if that's the case, bro. Yeah, no, nah, not me. <laughs> no, that's that's your own funeral, not me. I ain't stupid. Sure. All right, so we have uh, we have some stuff to get to. We have some things to get to. We have lists to get to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, should we reveal to the Chew Crew that, you know, a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, we recorded a podcast, and then we had a um, technical glitch, technical difficulty, where our, uh, our recorder crashed, yeah. and it erased the data. Mm. That pisses me off. And I think that's happened once before to us, but... It's been very rare 
that we've lost a podcast. Yeah, but we thought we had recorded a fun one, too. And we had, um, we got, you know, the scientists at NASA to try to help us. Didn't work. Nothing worked. Didn't so, work. So, you know, I, I can barely remember what we talked about, so it's not going to matter that we, re, you know, rehash yeah. some, some topics again. Well, it's just you and I rehashing. It's true. The true crew, it's, this is their first time. This is their virgin voyage. It is true. But, you know, I tell you what, man, I hate when shit gets lost. This is my problem. With I hate when shit gets lost. See, see where I'm going here? I feel like you're trying to transition into our topic. That's right. The hates. We're going to we put together <laughs> some hates. But you know what, though? Got some more hates, bro. We, we do have some hates. But I also, I, you know, I have a, a, a love on here, and I'll tack it on at the end so that we can end on a positive note. Is that, I don't know, that might be violating the... No, Kevin, list. we shouldn't just come out here and be like, I hate this, I hate this. Cause You're right. No, we've talked about this before. You're right. It's a very negative thing, and it's got, we've got to go positive. Well, because what I've noticed, and I don't know if your list is like this, but like, it's easy for me to make a list of things I hate. Sure. Because I fucking hate everything. Sure. And, and yet, it's, the loves are so outnumbered by the hates, that to me indicates a problem. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a problem with society now. I don't know if this is our... our uh, it's a statement on on the the state of the affairs. Yeah, is that you know obviously politically we're in a really bad climate right sure. now, and the national discourse is is one of political discontent. Sure, I mean that may be the negative aspect of it, but I mean that certainly is the nature of stand up comedy has always been the hates to rant. Like you ever notice? Don't you hate it when they're very rare that the stand up topics are about you know what I really love. Well, it's rare that that is the case. Um, in the history of stand-up comedy, in, in the history of stand-up comedy, what about our our stand-up comedy has nothing to do with hating anything. We don't, you and I don't rant. Uh, a little bit we do sometimes. We we'll talk touch. about things that we don't like or things that maybe some stories that went wrong or yeah, you know. But as opposed to like there, are, you know, you do have some comedians who are like, let me tell you something. I came out here like you know one of my film favorites, Bill Burr. Sure, he just comes out and beats the shit out of every. Right, topic. right. We're not we're not those kind of ranters, but like. You know, we'll tell a story about, for example, in our current show about um, doing uh, you doing a, a love scene in Super Troopers Two, and the gist of the the talk is about how you don't like love scenes. Well, it's uh, <laughs> the, and the things that you don't like about it. Well, okay, so let's. It's not. I mean, the things that you like about them comes out, but still. I mean, the love scene that I have in Super Troopers Two is with you. I, well, like you spoiler and I alert! Make out, you spoiler and I alert. make out in Super Troopers. Sure, and. Did I love doing that? No, I, it was the opposite. So, so? well, I'm just saying, hated doing it. Well, maybe it's more of a thing of like I really enjoyed doing that scene with you. But no, that's not the way it's coming out. Did you really enjoy doing the scene? With I me? did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it's over with, and I'm glad we did it. I did. I'm and I like the way it turned out. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's that you know. Yes, uh, hates tend to overwhelm the loves. Like, do you, can I tell you something I love right now? Yeah, yeah. Is that I can see that. Two inches of your gut sticking out under your T-shirt. Yeah. Like, I'm seeing skin. And you know what I love about that? What? Is that I don't have to care. You don't give a shit. <laughs> right. You know what else I love? Here's something else I love. Just you know, off the dome. Okay. I love, you know, like, we, you, you always go on stage first. Yeah. And I love the fact that in some places that have stairs up to the stage, yeah. like where we are this weekend in, at Good Nights in, in Raleigh. Yeah. That, for whatever reason, like always, your T-shirt comes up and I can see, like, several inches of the crack of your ass. Sure, as, as can all the audience. As can everyone on that side. Right. And I love that. I love that, too. It, it gives me comfort. It makes me sleep well at night knowing that there are some things that will never change. And again, I love that I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you come to just accept the fact that the crack That's just of your the ass way it is. is public. That's just the way it is. I mean, you know, I could get 
self-conscious about it, but fuck it. No, That's I mean, just the way it is. You've been dealing with that. How long has it been since that was just like a given that your ass is going to show? Uh, it's been for, I don't know, a long time. College, maybe? Can I ask you a question? When, yeah. did, your, when did your gut grow? Uh, uh, I've always said. been this way. So like when you were five, you had a gut? Well, maybe not five. I don't know. But certainly in high school. I really need to see pictures of you when you were a kid. I want to know when that gut Certainly grew. in high school. And so the, that, that means the crack of your ass showed in high school. Well, I don't know that they're uh, connected. <laughs> no, no. But, well, what it is is that you can't... Your belt has nothing to... Sure, there's no ass. Like your, your That's belt, the point. Your there's belt no has, to, has to rest on your, the top of your hip bone. Right. Or, uh, or on the... Where your ass jets out a little bit. I don't have that. The top jet. of your ass, right? Yeah, I don't have that. That's jet. what I mean. It's the shape of your body doesn't allow it's more concave. Yeah, it doesn't allow a belt to, to sure. get a foothold on anything. Right. So that's just the way it is, man. So, but so that so I could school, wear suspenders. Have you ever given thought to wearing suspenders? No. I feel like if you wear suspenders, you might as well throw on a bow tie and be done with the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, who does it? Do people wear suspenders without a bow tie? Yeah. Sure. I always thought they came in a farmers. Set. I always thought they came in a no. set. I guess farmers. Yeah. Do farmers versus? Oh yeah. Suspenders. Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna start wearing suspenders. Um, you know, uh, Charles, uh, the father on uh, Little House on the Prairie, wore suspenders all the time. The great Michael Landon. Yeah. Suspenders all the time. And no bow tie. No bow tie. Oh. Okay. Do you know what's great about Michael Landon? <laughs> yeah. He was fucking good looking. He was good looking. You didn't realize it on Little House on the Prairie, but like when you'd see when him you on see like, Bonanza or something like that. Yeah. Good looking. Or like, and then he'd be on a talk show and he'd be next to like yeah. Johnny Carson. Yeah. Or David Letterman. Like you put him next to like a normal looking human being. You're like, Jesus, yeah. he's good looking, yeah. Michael Landon. Yeah. Like he lays it down. I had that feeling though. We talked about this. I had that feeling about uh, uh, you and I were talking about we both saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 recently. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there's a, without giving it away, there's a flashback shot of uh, Kurt Russell mm. like driving a Camaro. Yeah. In like the 70s or something. Yeah. With feathered hair. Awesome head of hair. And he looks so good. Yeah. He looks so good. I mean, the thing is, like, <laughs> it's funny because it was the, uh, if people have seen some of the, the new Star Wars, or the latest Star Wars movie. Yeah. They did a CGI version of Peter Cushing and Princess Leia. Sure. And you could tell, you can still tell it's computer generated. Yeah. I mean, you know it anyway, but, like, yeah. you can tell it. The Kurt Russell they popped in at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. was flawless. It was great. I was like... Did they go back and get tons of footage of him from the early movies? Well, because I remember that Kurt Russell. Yeah. I remember that Kurt Russell. And that's Russell. the thing. Yeah. Is like at Those Disney movies, Kurt Russell. When he was young, you know it's I mean? like, you know, like you don't, when you're in the moment, you don't realize how good looking that person is. Sure. Uh, because you just associate, obviously people who are in the movies are all beautiful. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, well, yeah. but, um, but like... You see Kurt Russell and he's surrounded by beautiful people. You're like, okay, yeah, he's obviously he's good looking. He's sure. a good actor. But then when you like... When you see him presented that way, and it's so many years later, now we've got the older version of Kurt Russell, yeah. and you see him in his glory, you're like, God damn, he was spectacular. Yeah. He was. Still good looking, though. He's cool as shit. Still great. Great, great guy. I love that, like, you know, I went through a period of time in my life where I wasn't crazy about Kurt Russell. What? It's when the, could that time have possibly been? I'll tell you. It's the movie Tequila Sunrise. Oh, come on. Like Mel it's great Gibson, in that. Mel Gibson was at the peak of his career, but you know, yeah. his, his character was kind of a weenie in that movie. Yeah, I guess so. And like, but that was, that, was like, that was close to Tango and Cash era, bro. I don't. Tango and Cash. Like, that's him in that Camaro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, a little older, but like, that's the, well, the hair. Yeah, no. Yeah. Tango and Cash, the hair is so good. Yeah, but that, the, I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Kurt Russell is younger than Tango and Cash. It is. You're right. It is. You're like, right. that's... This is Kurt Russell when he's like 
Yeah. 21. Yeah. Tango and Cash is more like 40-year-old Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. And or maybe like 39-year-old Kurt Russell. Yeah. And that's like 22 Kurt Russell. Now, Sylvester Stallone's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you think... Uh, yeah. Do you well, think the well, you just give another spoiler alert. But he's in like one of the opening scenes of the of the movie. He so is, here, so right. it's okay. Uh, and he's also listed in the opening credits. Okay. So go fuck yourself. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, do you think that... Uh, I wonder... I mean, they're not in scenes together, I don't think. They're not. Uh, I wonder if they were on set at all. I mean, they must have been in the same location at the same I'm time. I'm sure, I'm sure. I wonder Tango if they... cash together? But, I mean, it, regardless, he's in scenes with Michael Rooker. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Stallone. Yeah, yeah. Cliffhanger. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there going, fucking cliffhanger. Yeah. It's Michael Rooker and Stallone back together. Yeah, great. Goddamn movie. Love Cliffhanger. The is a great movie. It's a great movie. What an opening sequence. It's a great movie. So you right. know what's great about this hate episode? Yeah. We're just talking about shit we love. <laughs> That's true. We're just talking about... It's true. I love when we talk about what we love sure. on the hate episode. Sure. Maybe this is actually a love episode. I, I don't know. Um, I'll move to hate some But fine. do you think... Uh, you know it would be great if, yeah. if uh, Stallone and Kurt Russell, yeah. because of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, started talking about Tango and Cash 2. Yeah. Like, more Tango, more cash. More cash. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. You know that would be fucking. I'd great. be into that. And if they t- they come on to like, a, uh, like uh, or a cliffhanger too, though Michael Rooker and Stallone, uh, could they talk about that? That'd be awesome too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if two great sequels came out? Sure, came out of Guardians of the Galaxy too. Cliffhanger is an underrated, or maybe it's maybe it's properly rated. But I think Cliffhanger is a fantastic. It's movie. a fun movie. There's only one problem with that movie. Well, there's a couple problems, but that, yeah. that they're part of the fun of them of yeah. the movie. Is yeah. the the bad guys Lithgow, which yeah. is. Which is no bad guy. You don't find him menacing at all. Well, he and Stallone in a fist fight on a, on a, a plunging helicopter. That's Come the ridiculous on. thing. Give me a fucking break. It's like that Stallone would knock him out in one punch <laughs> one with punch. his bad hand. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Right. He'd look at him and Lithgow would fall off that helicopter. Yeah. Like Lithgow yeah. wouldn't want to fight him. <laughs> exactly. He would jump off so he didn't have to fight. Stallone. Sure. Sure. Like, I'm going to get my ass. Kicked. I will not fight Sylvester Stallone. No, I went to boarding school for goodness <laughs> sakes. I'm not trained in fighting. Okay, so, let's get the thing okay. we hit because we've been talking for like all right. We've been talking about minutes, bullshit. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, let's go to our list. Okay. Okay. Things we hate. You want to go first? Because, yeah, I'll go first. I hate uh, little parking spaces. I hate. Little I hate little parking spaces. spaces, and it's those those parking lots where it's like, you know, like on airlines now they're they're squishing the seats together to yeah. fit more seats into the airline, so you have less and less and less and less room. Yeah. Like I hate that. Let's not kid each other, but. Parking lots sometimes do the same thing. Yeah. They squeeze the parking space so they get more cars into the parking lot. Yeah. And then you can't even fucking park your car in the space. Yeah. Like, remember we had, a, we had an office um, over in Santa Monica for a little while, and they had one of those parking lots. Yeah. Where they were, like, little parking spaces. It makes no sense. You can't it's put like, a car in there. Yeah. I mean, technically... The cars will fit in there, but you can't even open your door. You can't. Then your 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 clang at your door gets hit by somebody else, and you yeah. you can't get out of your car. No, there are a few times in that parking lot where I had to come in on the passenger side and, and climb over. Sure, climb out the back seat. Yeah, and you're not doing anything wrong. You're in the lines. You stayed in the lines, but the the cars are so close to each other. It's like they think that we're all in Europe or something. We all got Fiats. Yeah, you got those little mini, mini Coopers. Coopers or something. Yeah, you know. Those I hate. I those. got kids. I got to drive around. Yeah, we drive big vehicles. <laughs> I hate that too. I hate that too. Especially because in those things, the the risk of somebody parking on the line is even greater. Oh yeah, and it's just it throws everything off. Yeah. Then it's all bullshit. Then they have right. Then it's lawlessness. It is because then you see that and you're like, oh, okay, that person they intentionally did that so they can have two spots. Right. So they can give themselves more space on the. And now everyone's got to move over. 
Yeah. Now we're losing a space. Yeah. I think I told you the story. My kid, we were in Miami. Yeah. And we went to the uh, Miami Aquarium. Yeah. And I, I saw, like, there was a car parked over one of the lines, so basically taking up two spots. Okay. And so I told my five-year-old, I was annoyed by it. I was like, hey, Carlos, you see that parking job right there? See right. how that person's parked on top of the line? Yeah. He said, yeah. I said, that person is a jerk. Right. And then, like, we kept walking through the parking lot, and we got about 10 spaces down, and there was somebody else who was parked on the line, but they were getting out of the car. Right. And my son was like, look, Daddy, there's a jerk. <laughs> and, I was, and, like, the person looked at him, and he's like, he, he's sure. parked on the line. And I was like, and, like, I just looked at the guy, kind of shrugged. Sure. And he came and beat the shit out of you. Yeah, he had tattoos. Yeah. It was uh, Stallone. Yeah. Shut your kid up next time. Yeah. Hey, shut that but kid up. But my kid's getting that age. Like, we went to the bathroom. I might have told the story in the podcast. I well, they'll sh- say shit without knowing that it's going to get you beat up. We went into the men's room, and there's a dude in there with long hair, like a biker with right. long hair. Right. And my son said, Daddy, why is that girl in the bathroom? This is the boys' room. I was like, oh. I just ignored it. And, like, right. the dude ignored it. He didn't turn around and say, yeah, Daddy, why is there a girl in the bathroom? Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, why don't you get this girl out of the bathroom? Yeah, maybe you should throw this girl out of the bathroom. Yeah, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> we all ignored it. Yeah. And then, you know, it was funny because I, like, I didn't even look at the guy. Just, I, I was like, uh, oh, I don't know. I was like, you know what? Um, let's not worry about that. Let's go to the bathroom now. And so, like, right. we were in the stall. I shut the door. And he kept talking about it. He's like, girls aren't allowed in the boys' bed. Like, the dude's washing his hair. Sure. Now. Or washing his hands. Washing his hair. Yeah. He was, he was, <laughs> why is that girl washing her hair in the sink? Are <laughs> right, you got to hate. You got to hate or what? Oh, yeah. Little parking spaces. That's my fucking okay. hate. Okay. Um, I hate um, when I'm taking a shower and I have to get out and poop mid-shower. Okay. Why do you have to do that? I mean, like, what? Well, is it that... Yeah, when the urge alarming that when you have the to, urge hits you, you can't wait you. like three minutes. Well, no, but see that that leads to the other, the next one on my list. Right, is I also hate showering and then getting out after I'm done with my shower and then all of a sudden having to poop. Right, because I'm just showered. But that seems different to me than you're in the middle of washing your hair, soaping up, and then you're like, oh my god, I have to take a shit. Yeah, and then you stop showering. Well, get out, crap, and then go back and shower some more. Sometimes that happens. Don't you ever have one of those instantaneous shits that hits no. you? Mm-mm. Oh. You know what, Heffernan? I know you. I, I honestly can tell you I've never gotten out of the shower because I had to take a shit. You shit in the shower? No. No. <laughs> because I had to take a shit. But then you'll just shit afterwards? Um, I'm going to say poop to, to, you know, to make it gentle and, and more paddle, palatable for the children. I guess so. I don't know. You've never, you're telling me you've never pooped right after the shower? Oh, I definitely have pooped. I have to have taken a shit after I've showered. Yeah. But more for the... But that's rare. Yeah, but then I'll often, like, my, my problem with that anyway, and this, this problem with both, is that, like, then you've got a wet uh, bottom yeah. that you have to then dry with toilet paper, mm-hmm. and, and that leaves, like, little wads of toilet paper in your crack. Right, you should buy some better toilet paper. Anyway, go ahead. No, it's the all <laughs> toilet papers, even the top quality ones. I mean, what high they say, end, like the wet, really high end, wet ass proof. Now, wet ass proof, uh, high end uh, uh, white. No cloth. pilling. Yeah, I don't. You know, like that's the thing. It's like, and I'll just get back in the shower. So technically, it, okay. it resets back to my first gripe, my and first then you're date, showering. Okay, which is, but there have been times like uh, like several times. I think once a year I'll be taking a shower, and once then a year, okay, urge will hit me. Maybe once every three years. Okay, I'm okay, willing to admit <laughs> okay, that. okay. But I hate it. Okay, 
you know, where I'm like, oh my god. It must have happened recently then. You know, it can happen when you're sick sometimes, and you're like having some issues, and you're like, you finally get the strength to bathe, right? And then it happens again. You're like, ah, oh. you right. know, like it definitely happened in Mexico when we were making Club Dread, right? A okay. few times where I'd be like, you know, you get the Montezuma's revenge. That's a different thing. Montezuma's revenge. I'm different. saying I fucking hate that. Sure. Sometimes I don't mind that. If you're Montezuma's revenge, you just go hang out in the shower, just, just let sit it rip, there and just and poop in the shower. <laughs> I'm so, I'm baffled that this isn't something that like you've never <clears throat> had to deal with. I don't know. Or will you, like, so when you shower... I feel like I manage my shits better than you do. <laughs> so when you shower... But look, you don't disagree with the fact that in life... Like, right now, I'm sitting here. I have no yep. urge to do anything. Sure, right. At some point, my body is going to, like, a uh, poop is going to... A torpedo is going to enter the chamber. Yeah. And say... But I feel like you get a little warning on that. Yeah, but... Sometimes a little warning on just, that. Sometimes it just happens. It, it falls into the chamber, and you're like, time to go. Yeah. And sometimes it's... You do have warning, like it's like a more of like a a dull ache in there. Yeah, saying like, "Hey, this is something you should deal with." And other times it comes on, you're like, "Oh God, I gotta take a sure, I gotta poop sure." And yeah. I'm saying that it bothers me. Okay, like, I get it. I get it. Every <laughs> uncertain unit of time, I get it. It sounds terrible. <laughs> you're, you're crazy, Hefferton, <laughs> dude. You're so crazy. What's your next one? I got um, uh, the dick hole button on the boxers. Oh I hate the dick hole button on the boxers. On the boxers. Okay. The boxers. Yeah. One, and we've talked about this. One or two. Because you think like, oh, it's a good thing because if you're walking around your boxers, it prevents your dick from popping out. You know what I mean? But then when you get into the situation where you're taking a piss and then you got to try to get the fucking button undone and then sometimes you do it and then sometimes you try to skirt the button. You know what I mean? Yeah, like slide it through the upper yeah, half or the right. lower and half. And that's, that always goes wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's not comfortable. Yeah. It's easier just to unzip and then, you know, plop you know, plop it out. But the button is the extra thing where you're like, oh, fuck, I got a button. I don't see the purpose of a button on a boxer anyway. But you do, though. If you're walking around the house in your boxers. Yeah, but and like. And you got a button there to prevent your dick from coming out the dick hole. But to me, it's like <laughs> if you're in your boxers walking around the house, like, yeah. you, first of all, you're not going to really be any place walking around your boxers, like, out in public. No. If anything, it's only at your house. Sure. And, you know, unless you're taking the children into consideration. Well, that's why right. I got kids. I mean, I got kids. I got to walk around in the boxers or something like that, and you don't want your dick hanging out. So maybe you should, I mean, first of all, maybe you should just grow a bigger dick that doesn't just pop out of the fly. What does it, well, that would make it worse. It would, it would pop out more if it was a bigger dick. What you're saying is I should get my dick removed. Uh, no, because, like, my dick, <laughs> my dick hangs down. Right. So it doesn't come out the boxers. You're talking about like, I mean, you're talking about the tuna can. Yeah. It's just like, because it's, you're, you're saying the tuna no, can is I think, up I think there. Regardless of dick size. Like nub, just sticking There's forward. always the danger of, uh, of, the, of that uh, fly, you know, of the thing. Listen, you know what? Uh, I think that's, that's the, the gamble there. You know, like my dad would walk around. I mean, he wore tidy whities Actually, he wore boxers for a while. And it's like, if his dick popped out, he'd be like, dad, your dick's out. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's different because I'm a boy. But that's just part of di- dad. That's just part of dealing with dad. Well, I guess so. But if you have daughters, I mean, I you know, your dick fucking, fucking popped out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just want for the record. Yeah. I would be more likely to agree with you if there weren't, you know, every time we do our podcast, if, like in my list of loves or hates, <laughs> right. there wasn't something that you were like, I disagree. <laughs> like, I'm still smarting about the, the plug, you know, my computer plug, like outlets <laughs> that don't hold the fucking thing. Sure. And you were like, that's your fault. It is your fault. That's your Well, no, because I, I got some positive feedback that are like, no, there are outlets. No, somebody sent a thing. It's like, the same problem. That's because that idiot doesn't know that there's a fucking thing on the plug that you're supposed to attach a plug to. 
You don't plug a brick into the goddamn wall. I'm gonna I'm gonna pump Delta up now. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna pump Delta up on our Delta flight. Yeah. To uh to Detroit. Yeah. That outlet held my. I don't care. Big adapter just fine. I don't care. Okay. Anyway, so I don't back, care. Back it's not this. what you're supposed to plug into a wall. Back to this asshole. Okay. All right. I'm just telling you <laughs> the the dick popping out. I'm I'm with you. I don't like a button. On you don't like a button fly on a jean either, do you? I know. I hate it. Yeah. I hate them. Uh, to me, like whoever created a button fly on the jean yeah. uh, has never had a beer in their life, and I would never hang out with them. <laughs> That's right. Uh, because it's a pain in the ass when you're drinking beer and you're going to the bathroom once every 20 minutes. Sure. It's a real pain. It is, especially in a new pair of button fly jeans where it's like it right. hasn't. You can't just like slide it open. Sure. You know, I'm I, with you on those. I'll I'll just button. I'm like, don't like a button every other. Like what? Yeah, a button every other, yeah. and it's like when my wife buys me a pair of pants, which my wife sometimes does. Like she'll surprise me with stuff. Yeah. Oh, Steve, yeah, I got a new pair of pants. I'll for take you. it, and they button fly too. Oh, it's got a button fly on it. I don't know how much you like that. <laughs> I mean, it's got rhinestones on the ass too. Yeah, you like them. They um, <laughs> it's this new brand. They call they call rhinestone they call, ass. Yeah, and people love it. <laughs> how much did you spend on seven hundred dollars? <laughs> I got. I'm, I'm writing down a question for for my wife. Okay, so I I'm going dickhole uh, button uh, on boxers. Okay, okay. Now I'm what do you, you got? Um, okay, here my next one is. I, here's my the run I'm talking about. It's another poop one. Oh brother! I hate um, those public bathrooms that have a motion sensor light. Okay. That have not figured out how to adjust it for. When you're just sitting on the can, like I had one where That's I was, it goes off. You mean it just keeps the light keeps turning. You're sitting on the can, right? It's a it's a dedicated like lone bathroom, right? And you go in there, and the light automatically turns on, and then you sit on the can. Oh, you're talking about the overhead light. The overhead. You're light. talking about the sensor on the flush. No, no, no. Right. You're and talking about walking in. You walk in, got a it. light automatically turns off. Got it. You got lock it. the door. You sit on the toilet. Sure. And I like to take my my time. Sure. But like, and then all of a sudden, like. 15 seconds into it, the light turns off, and you're like, right. and then you have to start waving your hand around and turn the dark. back on. And you're like, come fucking on. <laughs> we're putting people on, on, we're sending people to Mars soon. Sure. You know, sure. Like we've got, I've got a device in my hand that I can call or text anybody from anywhere in the world who is in any other Sure, but I'm sitting in the dark on the toilet. And you can't figure out that there's a fucking dude sitting here. But there is a, uh, an adjustment. I mean, that is the fault of the, I mean, there's a sensitivity adjustment to the light. They all have that, so you can. Well, they, I guess they don't all have that, but a lot of those sensor lights have that, and the sensitivity thing might be set wrong. You know, that's, prob- yeah, that's we'll their fu- problem. We'll fucking set it though. Yeah, set it, set it to the proper setting. <laughs> right. But to me, it's like in this day and age, like you should, you've got a motion sensor. Like, hey, motion sensor, figure. I'm on the can. I'm yeah. not the first person. I'm here. Can. Right. Don't Wave you it. hate it when you're sitting on the can and <laughs> the lights go out? Oh man, I hate that. Okay, that's that's my hate. Okay, that's a good one. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Here's another thing that I'm uh, I've been having some problems with recently. I don't know if you're finding this, but there's this new uh, phenomenon of putting cinnamon into foods. Mm. Have you no. run into this at all? I don't think so. Like I, I like three or four times, and I'm like, I went out to a restaurant with my family. Went to like a Mexican restaurant, and I ordered like a burrito or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the burrito comes, and I took a taste of it, and I was like. That's fucking weird tasting. And then I was like, to my wife, taste this. And she tasted it. She goes, it's cinnamon. I was like, why is there cinnamon in my fucking burrito? I didn't order that. Mm-hmm. Right? Then um, we were shooting uh, this pilot. We did this pilot for ABC. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to get my lunch. And I went to get my tray. And they had a big thing of chicken and rice. I took some chicken and rice. Brought it back to my trailer. Eating it. There's cinnamon in the rice. Mm-hmm. There's cinnamon in the rice. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want fucking cinnamon in my rice. Mm-hmm. Went to a different restaurant the next week. Mm-hmm. Ordered uh, something with rice. There was cinnamon in that rice, too. Mm-mm-mm. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Is this a new thing that I don't know about? I People putting cinnamon in your fucking rice? I'll tell you who I'm going to blame for this phenomenon. Yeah. It's the fucking hipsters. Is that it's what it artisanal is? Artisanal shit. It's artisanal rice. Yeah, I, it's no. But it's like people are tampering with shit. That they don't need to fucking tamper with. There's sure. some things that are just great. Sure. And you don't need to. And it's the, the new. It's the it's the millennials. It's their desire to have this fight, like the like the cocktail with the goddamn smiley face drawn into it with some <laughs> grenadine, you know, like right. And a parsley leaf on the side of everything, like sure. presentation, like like. Like, the rice is delicious. Yeah. The burrito's delicious. Don't put like, cinnamon in the rice. And let's make it a law. If it's I was fucking president, weird. When I run for president in 2020, Tapioca, right? yeah. I'm going to make it illegal to, put, to, tamp, to make Mexican food artisanal. Okay. If That's they, what I don't want. I just want some fucking rice, man. Dude, give me some rice and some beans and, yeah. and fuck your cinnamon. Yeah. Cinnamon on my rice. It's bullshit. Here's the thing, though. It's one of those things now. Now you're going to, like, see it happen. You're going to be like, holy shit. I know. I'm almost, I should be mad at you for bringing it up. I know. You're going to notice. You're going to notice. You're like, holy shit, this rice has fucking cinnamon in it. Um, stick, then sticking with food, here's something I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the word munchies. Really? I don't like the word munchies. Okay. Because why? It's too cute? It's a it's, cute word? Yeah, it's cute. I it's got like, the munchies. Oh, he's got the munchies. Especially like when people are talking about it for like stoners. They're like, oh, he's got the munchies. Right. Like the munchies is something you used back when you were like 14. It's people who don't smoke pot that use that word. Yeah, like, oh, he's got the Someone's munchies. Someone's got the munchies. Yeah, it's just a little adorable to me. And like when people are like, oh, I've got the munchies today. Like, right. no, I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> I'm hung- and, when I'm, and when I'm stoned and I've quote unquote got the munchies, mm-hmm. it's because I'm fucking starving. <laughs> right. There's a reason why you ate seven snacks last night. Yeah, and I didn't have the because I was fucking hungry. It did, I had the fucking piggies, is what I had. <laughs> I had the starvies. But you have that thing with certain words. Panties, right? Did we talk about that? No, I panties. love panties. Oh, you love the word panties. I love the word panties. Panties are so naughty to me. Okay, because it's supposed to be. Yeah, but it's like that's the thing. It's like when you've got a girl just like, and she's got in her p- panties. Right. Oh my God, I'm getting excited just to turn. What if she's in her panties and she's got the munchies? Then do you get turned off? Uh, if she says she's got the munchies, right? She if she's wearing panties, right, and just panties, she can do whatever she wants. Okay, so she's wearing panties and she says, "I got the munchies." Then you like it. If I'm talking to a girl and she's wearing panties, right, like, like if I'm talking to a girl and she's got bikini bottoms on, that right, that's fine. But like if she's got panties on, that's saying something to me. Okay, okay. and she, if she's snacking on something, like I'll, <laughs> I'll snack too. Good for her. Yeah, but munchies, I just don't like. Like to me, munchies is like. There's got to be a better word for it. That's like a librarian or like a teacher. It's like, oh, he's got yeah. the munchies or like, you know, like like Tipper Gore, like the moral majority woman. <laughs> right. She'll say something like that. Oh, they've got right. the munchies. got the munchies. Yeah, no, I, I don't have the munchies. I want to eat. I want to shove some food in my fucking right. stomach. I'm fucking hangry. Dude, I, I am so hangry right now. <laughs> I want to, you know what I want, Kev? Yeah. I want you and me. Yeah. In the in the high plains of Africa, with a zebra on its back, <laughs> four legs sticking up in the air, and you right. and I go to town on and its this belly, is chowing down on its stomach. Yeah, I don't have the munchies. I'm starving. Okay, okay. Like I'm starving right now too. I want okay. a steak. Me too. I'm kind of hungry too, oh, but I'm not eating anymore. So go. Okay. Um, here's what I don't like, and I had an incident recently. Um, I hate it. I absolutely hate it when the uh, the string comes out of your shorts. You know, like mm. the string. You lose the string of your shorts. It goes back up into the yeah. into the short. I've been there. And you got to try to get it out, and yeah. you can't get it out. It can also happen with a hoodie. It can happen with a hoodie. It, it can happen with sweatpants or whatever it is. Yeah. And you, you lose the string, and then you can't get the string, and then there are different techniques. You, like there's the old 
attach the safety pin to it and then pull it all the way through sure, again. The wire hanger technique. Yeah, and it's uh, and uh, I had a really a really bad one uh, recently. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> I had one. It happened to me. It happened to me recently, which made me think about how much I hate it. Uh, but we were on vacation, right? We were with the kids. This was that trip that we went to Florida, right? The Delta, the, the trip. Delta trip. Yeah, the Delta debacle. When, so I was already on edge because of Delta, you know, Cause you fucking spent, with me the whole week. You spent week. every day. Every day trying to call Delta yeah. to fix our situation. They ruined your vacation. They did. And so it kind of feeds into that in the sense that, like, so I I got up and I went to go put my shorts on and, uh, and the string, fe- go, you know, gets fucking pulled back. And so now I'm sitting there trying to figure it out, trying to get it pulled out. Like five minutes go by. I'm fucking pissed off. Mm. And now 10 minutes go by. I can't get the fucking string out. And I'm like, mm. I'm already wasting time with Delta on mm. my vacation. Now I'm wasting my time fucking because I can't get the string out of my shorts. Mm. And, I, you know, you're on vacation. It's not like you have a safety pin. So I, we find a safety pin. I do the safety pin thing. I get almost all the way out the hole, and the safety pin breaks. Mm-mm. And it opens inside the shorts and sticks through the short. Oh, man. And so now i got to go start all over again. Oh, man. And I can't do it. I just can't do it. And finally, I just fucking snapped. How would you snap? How did it manifest? Uh, well, now my wife and my kids are watching, and they're like, can, you want me to do it for you? Like, no, I don't even fucking do it for you. I can do it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, don't get so mad about this. It's just a pair of shorts. It's not just a pair of shorts. It's my vacation time. Spending 20 minutes working on shorts. <laughs> and so I got so mad, and I, I tried to rip the short. I was like, fuck these shorts. I tried to rip them. But they were that, um, you know, like the sweatpant material. Yeah. You know, just stretches. Yeah. You can't rip it. Oh, man. You can't, it's like a polymer yeah. that you can't rip. No, it's unrippable. And I'm trying to rip it. I'm, and now my kids are, like, trying to, like, not laugh at me. And I'm so angry that that's not helping, you know. You're getting, I, so you're getting madder. I'm so mad, and I can't, I can't rip the shorts. And so I, I fucking... I, in my mind, I'm like, the reason I'm ripping the shorts is like, because no one is ever going to wear these shorts again. Like, I'm going to throw these shorts in the garbage. I don't want someone to find them and be like, oh, I'm going to wear these shorts. No, you want to punish these shorts. I want to punish these shorts. Yeah. And so I went to the kitchen. I got scissors. Mm-hmm. And I cut the shorts up and threw them into the in garbage. In front of your family? In front of my family. Now, I, and they thought I was fucking insane. Now, like, you're, <laughs> like, let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. You have a, you're a smart guy. Yes. You're a lawyer in two states. But yeah. But something s- I used to mention a lot. Sure. Okay, on sure. this podcast. Sure. And I've gotten away from that, and I apologize for it's it. Okay. I, I like That's to right. remind people that you're mind. a lawyer in two states, Thank New you. York and Connecticut, past the bar. Thank you. Very accomplished. Thank you. But on the flip side of that, you're kind of a buffoon. And you have a buffoonish side to your personality. Because buffoon is like a comical, jokey that's thing. This you every day this is pure anger. Every day, I know, but like everyone's the, entitled to get angry the, sometimes. But the, but you have a thing with it, and you have outbursts. I guess so, of, but I think everyone's entitled to have an outburst. But everyone's I, entitled to to smash the water cooler. But not me. I no, but I don't like <laughs> when they do that. I think that's infantile. You should do that in the. You're saying you should do that in the clubhouse. Well, it bums everybody out when the when the when the guy comes back in the dugout because he struck out. Right. And he takes a baseball bat to the water cooler. <laughs> it bums everybody out. I guess it's a so. very selfish thing. Well, I guess so. The guy who's doing it is, get, and then you can see the guys like kind of like smirking though up the up the bench. You know what I mean? Well, because yeah, they know that. Going, footage is going to be on ESPN. He's going nuts. <laughs> but it's infantile behavior. It is infantile. It's infantile. It, well, yes. I mean, yes. You know, like... It's, it's temper tantrum It's, it's tanty. Exactly. It's now, a tanty. Is, it is a tanty. It's a tanty. <laughs> now, do, don't you think that, like, one, 
You're embarrassing yourself in front of your kids by throwing that tanty like yes. you're taking scissors. <laughs> no question about and it. And don't you think now your kids have seen you throw so many of these tanties that it might actually become a part of their personality? Um, I hope it doesn't, but yes. Like, at some point, your son, you're going to see one of your children throw a tanty just like this. Right. And your wife is going to look at you, and, and you're going to both know whose fault it is. I know. But you know what? You can't control it in that <laughs> moment. You can't control in that moment. <laughs> that's you know what I mean? That thing that's the thing about those tanties. And, you know. They are they're, they don't happen every day. They happen, you know, rarely, like a tanty like that. But I, you know, like I, uh, I associate snaps, like road rage. Yeah. Like I associate, like my wife was like, I like when, when Kevin drive angry. <laughs> I was like, you do? She's like, yeah, I like it. Like he's a good driver. Like he's zipping. Where, where yeah. we drove someplace. Get me where we need to go. Uh, uh, when we were trying to get out of San Francisco, remember San that? San Francisco. Okay, so the three yeah. of us. That's when she she was like, yeah. I liked it. Like Kevin was all angry. He would drive in and out of traffic. I was like, yeah, but you know, Kevin has a problem with that because <laughs> there are times where his as a driver, your passengers are always supposed to be comfortable. Yeah, and there are times where you're not comfortable in his car because he's so angry. Sure, and he's angrily shifting. And she's like, oh yeah, I know, I know, I, I got that too. That there was times <laughs> it, was, it was a little dangerous. And I was like, yeah, well that's the that's a problem, you know, like, and I've seen you road rage like hands sure. down. If there's a pie chart of all my friends who I've seen road rage, yeah, the biggest piece of the pie is you. Is for me, but you know, it's not like it's not that often. Oh come on, Kev! Why? What? Come on, Kev! I don't you road. So. I mean, every time you pick me up, yeah, at at my house, yeah, and like, and we're driving towards the 101 on yep, that on yep. that street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, on uh, Canoga. Yeah, we're always stuck behind somebody, and you're like, come on, buddy, come on. Well, that's different. Like. There's irrational road rage, and then there's just complaining. You know what I mean? I definitely complain, because there's some bad fucking drivers out there. There are. There are. Who don't have their fucking head in the game. Yeah. Who are on their fucking phones, like sure. texting and shit like sure. that. There, I mean, there's a, the, our famous road rage snap is the Halloween night yes. going to Universal. But that was just a helplessness. That's a helplessness situation. We were trapped. You rolled down the window and, fuck <laughs> you, L.A., and you meant it. Like, you screamed at the top of your I did. We were trapped, man. Um, okay. Trapped. So, anyway, I'm just worried that maybe you've got a thing that, like, you... I don't have a thing. I think sometimes I like to um, get it out. You know what I mean? Sometimes you it's just like got to fucking a snap. It's like taking an emotional poop. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to take a hammer or something. You know what well, I'm I've saying? seen you do that, too. <laughs> we had that one. You were stuck in traffic. I was. And you came back. We were all at your house in the backyard. You went right. into the tool shed. Right. Which is a perfectly hammer. perfectly fine yeah. place to do it. And I, dug- got the, I got the anger out. That's the dugout situation. The rest of us, including your children, were out on the other side of that thing hearing you smash. We're all looking at each other. Nobody knows what to say. <laughs> at that point, when, you do- when people don't know what to say to each other, that's when it has affected everybody else. True. Well, usually that's when my wife you know, pops her head and says, Calm down. Yeah, people are listening to you. You're, you're scaring your children. You're the Hulk. Stop scaring your children. I keep. You know what I have to say. I keep <laughs> seeing the the tra- trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. And it gets me every time. Yeah. When the Hulk comes out and, and Thor's like, "We awesome. work together." Yeah, awesome. We work together. And then, and then the Hulk starts charging. He's like, "Oh no!" Yeah. I love. I get it every time. I know. That's it's a fucking great. great. It's great. Okay. It's great. You know what I hate, Kev? Yeah. And you're going to hate this one, too. Yeah. And you're, you're going to remember, we were side by side, and you, you complained about this, and I agreed with you, and then I looked to see if you were going to write it down for your list of hates. Yes, okay. And then I wrote it I down. I kind of vaguely remember this, yes. I hate small pockets on airplanes. Oh, yeah. In the back of the seat, yeah. in front of you. Yeah. I hate that What's shit. What's the point? 
I, the pocket. What's the fucking point? And they already got it stuffed with all the other bullshit, the stupid magazine, whatever they got. Yeah, the, the fucking... Nexus magazine yeah, I mean, with artists fuck? Rodrigo Fantasmo <laughs> uh, and in studio sure. in, in Albuquerque. Like, sure. what? Nobody gives a fuck. What? And you, you got to put your iPad in there. Your fu- you can't put anything you in there. Computer, you got a bottle of water that you maybe brought. Like, you might have a book. I got a book? Yeah, that you want to read. And should be able to put in that fucking pocket. I'm putting my my book bag above in the up in the in the overhead bin. Yeah, I'm pulling out a book and my and my laptop and some and some other stuff I want to read. I'm gonna put that in the thing. Like, give me a big gape. Give me a big yeah. hole. Yeah, give you a big one of those pockets like hanging. Give me one. But those the worst ones, and I think it might have been that plane. Was like it's not only a small pocket; it's a hard plastic pocket. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it doesn't extend in any way. Yeah, you can just stick. Uh, like a couple pieces of paper in there. Oh yeah, no, it's a slot. Yeah, it's like bullshit. it doesn't stretch out. And and not only that, it was also like, uh, like mesh. Okay, yeah. It was the like mesh st- one is a pain in the ass too. Like, like you throw a pen in there and it, it slides right it fucking out, fucking falls through. Yeah, I hate that. Because you wonder, like, and a lot of it are these like more new kind of modernly designed planes. And like, who came up with that fucking plan? Yeah. Right. Let's make the pocket as small as possible. Yeah. Let's keep. So it you sleek. can't put your shit in it. Let's keep our plane sleek. I mean, it it bothers me a little bit when you come across a big one that's like lost its action and like it's like sure. gaping open. Like the button it won't snap or whatever, and it's just yeah. kind of hanging. But I'll take that. I'll, I'll take, take that, that over. Yeah, the little tight mesh yeah, one. At least I can still put all my shit in there. Something can go in there. I hate a, a tiny pocket on there. You know, what you want you want like one of those like Harry Potter things where like you know you open the bag and there's like a fucking horse in there and there's like a yeah. fucking. Monster in there, and there's like a library in there. Yeah. You pull everything out of there. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, it's like a, a pocket, like a, a, a magic pocket, a, a bottomless pouch. <laughs> that's right. A, the, the bottomless pocket. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh yeah, I'll take a cloak <laughs> of invisibility. I'll have a magic pocket. Sure, I can hold everything in it. Um, okay, I what? just I, I just remembered something. What? We were, earlier in this podcast we were discussing the movie The Specialist with James Wood. We we were. Yeah, <clears throat> we forgot to mention another uh, actor who was. Beating it purple, to quote our friend Bill Paxton. Sharon Stone? No, no. Rod Steiger. Oh, Rod Steiger was in it, too. Yeah. But I think he's like, he was too old at that point to beat it purple. But he was... They, like, just, they just threw him in there. But he's playing a Hispanic guy. I guess so. What, is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he, he had that, like, an accent. Okay. And he was talking like this. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Rod Steiger, huh? Yeah, Steiger. And I remember at the time, when I saw it in the theaters... I didn't remember who Rod Steiger okay. was. Okay, okay. And I was trying to figure out who that fucking clown was doing the Spanish accent, and somebody's like, that's Rod Steiger. That's Rod Steiger. They put him in there for gravitas. Yeah. Anyway. Right? I just remembered that Rod Steiger was in that movie. Okay. Okay. Whose turn is it? Um, I don't know. Want me to go? Sure. Fuck it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can go back and check the tape, but I no, think... No, no, uh, no. Go. I can just... Just do it. All right. Here's one that... Um, here's the one we talked about in the past. Um... Uh, I hate uh, losing my wedding ring. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Like, cause not. I, I hate losing things in general. Mm-hmm. But the implications of losing your wedding ring is always somebody's got something to say, and you're always kind of concerned that someone's going to think something of you. Sure, like you're being lascivious. Yeah, but I just lost my fucking wedding ring. Like, uh, like I, I, it happens to me sometimes where like, 
if I play Farva or or somebody who's clearly not married, mm-hmm. who could clearly not get a woman. Sure, sure. Rod Farva could get a woman. <laughs> and, I've, and I do play those roles occasionally. Yeah. yeah. In Super uh, Troopers 3. my real life. <laughs> in Super Troopers 3, we need to get, we need to get Farva a girlfriend, I think. But do, is, is Farva's girlfriend look like Farva, or is it like she's super hot? She's not hot at all, Kev. <laughs> let's, let's just put that one to bed. She's not hot at all. What? Bullshit. Farva does not... But wouldn't that they, be the funnier joke? That no, like, uh, like, no. How did Farva get that girl? No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like when uh, I would uh, I would encourage everyone to go check out uh, the footage from the Indiegogo campaign where we met Jasmine Farva, <laughs> Farva's sister. Farva's sister. Sure, Farva's sister looked a lot like Farva. She really did. <laughs> she really did. That would be. Do you think we'd be jumping the shark if we had you play Farva's Yes. Jasmine Farva? Yes. In Super Troopers? Yeah, I think I don't think you could pull Dude, that off. Dude, that'd be so awesome, though. I don't think you could pull that off. I bet we could. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, so I yeah. play those characters. I'll take my wedding ring off because those characters don't wear wedding rings. Yeah. Right? And then I'll put it somewhere in, in like in my bag or whatever. Where? What's your stash uh, area? For I don't know. Like I'll, I'll put it in my, like, uh, whatever, my backpack or whatever. But there are days where, like, like if I'm playing Farva... And we're shooting for you know weeks. Yeah. I might go you know I might go a week without having my wedding ring on. Yeah, you know and I mean? probably be out at every bar. <laughs> yeah, right. And then people were like, you know, oh, he's not wearing his wedding ring. Or yeah. But it's just like usually it's just I forgot. I forgot it. No, I mean that happened. That happened uh, on the shoot a couple of times. Like uh, somebody came up to me, they're like, "Wow, man, I didn't realize." Like Heffner likes to play around, huh? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I was right. like, "Oh, big time, bro, big time." <laughs> like, yeah, look at him, man. Like, that his wedding ring on. Look at him. But I, I, you know, I don't like losing things in general. But losing the wedding ring, then people start saying shit. Like you're. Uh, I mean, we know guys who who. You yeah. know, maybe might lose their wedding ring on purpose. You know? Well, we know some guys who don't wear wedding rings, right? For that reason, and they okay. they claim it's because they don't like to wear jewelry, right? I think that's a load of shit. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get up on my soapbox <laughs> and take take a stand here. Okay, because when you get married, you get married right, and you say, "This is my wedding ring." Yeah, this is, Steve. This represents my wife right here, the love of my life. That's my fucking queen. That's right. That's my fucking queen. <laughs> And I wear a wedding ring, but you know it's like guys who don't wear the wedding ring. What it really is? Well, you've it, forgotten your wedding ring before. I take it off when I go work out. Yeah, because you know, obviously, you don't want because there's good-looking women at the gym. I mean, obviously, <laughs> no, but you don't like the dumbbells have those like you know the grip, the grip, sure, on them, sure. the barbells. That's going to scratch your wedding ring, right? So there are times where like I will take it off to go work out, and then I forget to put it back on, mm-hmm. and I find myself like at a meeting in town, and I don't have my wedding ring on. And, you know, my wife won't really question it. I mean, she, you know, like for, for me, she knows she knows that I know yeah. that the punishment is death. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so <laughs> she knows that she's got me. Under right. Control. No, my, my wife is the same way. She, I mean, she always, you know, knows that it's not, you know, like we I get more annoyed by it. Like I, uh, I've told you this story. Like we there was one weekend where we were going away for like a week. I think we were going to our college reunion. Right. And we're in the same class, a college class or whatever. Yeah, so you're going so together. It's not your, you're not, yeah, so we're going together. And so, uh, uh, but right before we left, we were gonna, what we were going to do is we are going to take the kids, drop them off my parents' house, and then go up there for four days up to the, up to the reunion, right? Yeah. So uh, right before we left, I, my ring, I can't find it. I can't find my fucking ring, yeah. right? And it's right down to the point where we're getting ready to leave for the airport, and I still can't find my ring. I'm going fucking crazy trying to find my ring. And my wife's like, don't worry about it. Don't, you don't need your ring. I'm like... Yeah, but we're going to be at a reunion. We're going to see all these people. You know, people are going to be like, "Where's your fucking ring?" You know, people are going to give me shit about it and whatever. She's like, "Don't worry. Who cares? Don't worry about it. I'm your wife. I'm, I'll be there. I don't care." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, "Cool. Okay. Cool." And so we get into the car to drive to the airport, 
and the kids were all kind of littler then, and they had their own little backpacks and all kind of shit. And uh, we were putting stuff in my daughter's backpack, and we opened it up, and my wedding ring was in her mm-hmm. backpack. Uh-huh. She had found it somewhere, okay, and took it, yeah, and then hid it in her backpack. Like as a prank or just as a little kid, protective. you know, no, just a little kid. You find something and you like it and you, you know, gotcha. it's my new ring, you know, and yeah. then they, and they put it in a bag cause they want to take it on a trip with them. Sure. And you're like, that's my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, that there's a lot of, there are a lot of layers of, uh, of sure. the significance to that wedding ring. That's yeah. to me. I like, I don't like it because there is uh sentimental value right to the ring. Also shit's expensive. Right. Like if I lose this, I mean you know the 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 female the the engagement ring is the pricey one and, and the sure. female wedding ring is the pricey one. Sure. This thing is like you know, but I mean still probably this is like fifteen hundred dollars. I feel like I got my money's worth though. Like I could lose this tomorrow and be like, you know what? I had it for I I didn't lose it for like twenty years. Would you replace years. it? Would you replace it? Yeah, I would. Okay, good. I would. Good, and I like you again. Then, then you, you're okay. Then you're. Then right. I don't mind. You're you. all right in my book. No, I don't. You're I, a good person. Though. I don't. When guys don't wear wedding rings, it's I, I don't buy the no, you know I don't like wearing jewelry argument. To me, that says they want to still be able to play right, around, right? To to give off the impression that of they being are single. Not, that's uh, all it fucking is. I guess so. That's I mean, all. It might it be. It might be. Some people are allergic to jewelry, though. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. Don't, don't judge, dude. I don't buy that. I don't fucking buy that. Anyway, all right. So losing your wedding ring. Okay, I don't like. I don't. I don't like losing the wedding ring. Neither do I. Not for for many, for many reasons. I don't think people do. Okay. I don't think anybody likes losing their wedding ring. Okay. So hopefully people will agree with, with you on this one. Okay. Good. You know what I don't like, Kevin. Yeah. I hate. Yeah. Cute shit. Cute shit like munchies. I hate the fucking munchies. Right. I hate like you know we were in Tacoma a couple weeks ago, and it was one of those. Hotels, you know, it's like it's like this. There's a new trend with like JetBlue Airlines and Virgin Atlantic, sure. Where it's like the flight attendants sing a song for right. you and right. the video, the safety videos, right. like hey, the we're musical number, adorable, and everything's yeah. cute, yeah. everything's fucking cute, and then funny. You come to these hotels where it's like they're trying to be so fucking cute, and like right. there are quirky messages left all around the room, and cl- specifically, I'm talking about like the uh, the Do Not Disturb sign, right, in Tacoma. Yeah, on one side it said tied up. Right. Which means privacy, please. Yeah. Do not disturb. Right. Tied up. That's and the, tied up. And right. on the other side, it said tidy up. Right. And that That's ca- maid service. That caused confusion because you got your room cleaned and you I didn't I did. And I put that, my sign up. And, you know, I guess like anybody else, I think they're a little close. Tidy up and tied up. Yeah. I also don't like the signs that have uh, the do not disturb and the maid thing on opposite sides. Sure. Because it always gets turned around somehow. Sure. Sure. Right or my fall, you pick it up and put it on the wrong way or you whatever want, it is. You want one which is the do yeah. not disturb, and you want one. Just give which me is a do not disturb, and if there's not a do not disturb, then the maid can come in. Sure. I don't even need that. Sure. Or if I want the maid, I'll call the maid. I'll sure. call the thing. Say, yeah. hey, I'm out. I'm leaving. Come, yeah. We come clean my room, please. But I don't like that. Like that tidy up, tied up one. That right. was like that bothered me because you know we were it was talking cute about as shit. It's cute. Yeah. And they're trying to be cute, but they're causing creative confusion. confusion because the people who work <laughs> in the hotel, like uh, on that particular staff, yeah. Were most of them were foreign. Okay. Okay. You throw me in, in Vietnam. Sure. And have me working in a hotel with a subtle distinction between two words. Yeah. And like on one side, it's like whatever the character is for yeah. do not disturb, and the other side is the other character for right. maid service, and they're pretty close to each other. Right. I might make that mistake. Sure. I might come into the room when sure. I'm not supposed to. Sure. Anyway, but it's all a byproduct. It's all. It's all. A it's result. all cutesy. 
a cutesy byproduct. Like being cute, like do not disturb. This is this is the creative executive that's been hired. Okay. to give the hotel a makeover. Okay, the ad exec or whatever. This the, is the pitch. Got you know, here's another area where we wanted to uh, maybe change things up a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Do not disturb and maid service is really like it's so seventies. Boring. We wanted to spice things up. Yeah. How about this? On one side it says tied up. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And on the other side it says tidy up. With the Y. High fives. Holy around. crap. Love that Great guy. Great idea. He gets a Great idea. Oh my God. Great so idea. Clever. Did you come up with that all by yourself? That's Clevs. I did. <laughs> I did. I was in Oh, he, oh Jack, he's the tied up, tidy up guy. Oh my God. He's that guy. He did tidy Wait, up. Wait, he came up with tied up, tidy up? Oh, my, oh God. my God. Oh my God. So it's like right in front of your eyes, you know? Oh my God. So smart. Um, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, Johnson. Um, I just wanted to say I'm a, a big fan of your work. Um, I'm, I'm sure you get this all the time, but that t- t- tidy up, tied up is like I don't know, mind blowing. Blew my mind. Yeah, like it blew so my mind. Outside the box. Right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. I'll tell you what, next thank time you. I want uh, a compliment, I'll fucking call you up. Get the fuck out of my face. Next time I want a compliment, I'll put a sign on my door. It says, give me a compliment. Yeah. Uh, we're moving on to our next hate. You <laughs> just did you cutesy know. shit. You just did cutesy shit. You're cute, queen. Thanks, bro. So you must hate me, right? You got it. Um, I got one too. This was a this was a kismet one. Remember we, this? This is um, I was experiencing this this hatred in depth, and it was and I was getting pissed. And then at the t- right when I finished experiencing this hatred, I went online and I was on our Twitter page, and or my Twitter page, and uh, one of our loyal listeners, one of the Chew Crew, mm-hmm. Chef Dave. Yeah, he. Uh, Put this exact hate up as a hate of his. Okay, my, you are teasing the shit. Right after I had the same you thing, you are teasing the shit. I'm, I know. I'm and anticipating. You know what it is? It's those. Um, you know, like you get like a Tupperware thing, or you get like a new garbage can, or something. Yeah. It's got the sticker on it. Yeah. From the store. Yeah. And you you go to take the sticker off of it, and the sticker like rips. Fucking a. And you can't get the sticker off with the glue. Fucking a. So I bought like one of those Tupperware things from my garage to put some shoes in and shit. Yeah, you did. And I was trying to get the sticker off, right? And I couldn't, I could not get the fucking sticker off. I hate that. And then I went and I got a sponge, and then you're getting like putting soap on it. And then you're like, why am I spending so much fucking time working on this goddamn thing? This is like, I'm spending time in my life getting a glue sticker off the goddamn thing. Out come the scissors. You're going to cut it. I'm going to cut that fucking thing as hard as I can. No, no, I just scrubbed it until I think. But in my mind, I'm like, God, I fucking hate this. Mm. And then. Chef Dave threw it up there on the Twitter. Same thing. He was experiencing the same hatred. It's like you and Chef Dave are like one. I guess so. I guess we have similar hates. You're not. You're not hitting on all cylinders right now. Are you? <laughs> okay, no. I'm just. I'm you're just, not. Your mind is not right right now. I'm a little. Like, I'm a little crazed. I, okay. you know, I don't feel great. Right. Okay. It's just you know we, we uh, last night was going out night <laughs> in Raleigh. Right, and uh, we hooked up with an old college friend of sure. ours who yep. really likes to hit it hard. Sure. Now, I don't want people to, like, let their minds wander. I don't hit it hard like that. Like, I don't do cocaine or anything sure. like that. Usually you do a lot of drinking. Well, it's like, that was the kind of thing. I'll tell you what I hate. Here's yeah. what I hate. Here's Go. a new one. Tell off, me. Off the dome. Yeah. I hate being forced to do shots. Right. I don't... Shots are like a... Yeah. They're like a special... I don't know. Well, it's like I can get plenty drunk. Special pain. I can get plenty drunk just drinking beer or if i if i'm drinking like a jack and coke like that'll do it for me sure i don't need to like double up on everything and start doing shots you're just gonna get super fucked up and feel But that's what people want they want to get you fucked up yeah 
And so they buy shots. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I hate that. Sure. And last night was a situation where it was just like a lot of shots last night. We we got to the bar after the show and was like, we're doing shots. Yeah. We were out with our friend the ghoul. And you can stop after a while. You can be like, nah, that's cool, thanks. No, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna do any shots. But then it ultimately. But not, that last night's it's like you just don't, can't keep saying no. Don't give me any of that Hollywood. I'm not doing shots. Bullshit. You right. guys like to throw around. Tonight we're drinking. Like right. okay, okay. Right. So anyway. Yeah, and so you did shots. I did shots. Yeah, me too. I slept pretty late today. I went jogging. Yeah, good for you. But it wasn't, so did I. It wasn't the best jogging. It's hot out there. Yeah, it was hot. Anyway, so I'm, no, I'm not firing at all. So okay, but that's okay. But well, you caught me in, I, I was intentionally trying to be a hard a dick, like hard ass, like <laughs> dude, talking like this. And, sure, you know. sure. Listen, wasn't my best riff. No. Won't be my worst riff. Nope. That's okay. As long as we reel you back in. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. All right, so the, uh, so there was a couple of hates right there. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah, we just rattled those um, what, uh, what do you got? What else? Um, well, I hate being hungover. Oh, God, me too. You know? I, this is a, I hate watching a movie. Yeah. And um, there's a love scene. Uh-huh. And, or the post-love scene where the actors have all their clothes on. Okay. Like, uh, now, I was, just, I was on the airplane. Okay. And uh, that movie, It's Complicated, was on. With uh, Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep. Okay. And Steve Martin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep were getting it on. Right. And then afterwards, they're laying in bed, and she's fully clothed. Like fully clothed with like a, like a dress or something? Or she got pajamas on? She had, she had pajamas on. She got pajamas on. No, she had like, it's probably like a, like a camisole. Okay. Or something like a tank top. Sure. In bed. And he had a shirt on in bed, like a t-shirt, an sure. undershirt. Okay. But they're literally, it's post, like, they've just finished having sex. They just rolled off each other? Here's, here's the solution. To me, it's like, yeah. okay, it's a not realistic sex scene. Like, okay. when people have sex, they, they get naked. Some don't, but okay. So, do people not take off their clothes? Some people sex? don't, but yeah, okay, go ahead. Who doesn't take off their clothes? I don't know. Sex? Have you, you ever seen, like, uh, you know, you know, quick sex in a, uh, like sure. a movie or somewhere where they just, uh, sure, sure. They just go at it real quick. Yeah. I've, and I've done that. I've okay. done that. Too. Sure. But okay. for the most part, it's like, you know, like these are passionate sex. They're in bed. Right. They spent all night making love to each other. Sure. But here's the solution. If you, mm, I know, I know Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep. Man, mm. get it. Oh. Just thinking about that uh, makes me hot. By the way, Meryl Streep, <laughs> she's still got it. She's so hot. Okay. She's gorgeous. Meryl okay. Streep. I love Meryl Streep. Okay. Anyway, uh, she's on my list of loves. All right. Uh, just pull the sheets up. Like, sure. you could be totally naked. Like, the actor could be, if they don't want to be naked on screen, that's fine. Right. There are times where, like, you know, it's cold in the room. Like, you sure. pull up the covers up to your neck. Right. And still get the same thing. But, you, like, your shoulders are bare. It just takes me out of it. Sure. It's not realistic. Sure. And I don't like it. You want to see some of the Meryl Street tits. I want, <laughs> I want to see some of the Meryl Street tits. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kev, you know what? Meryl Streep's a beautiful woman. She She's is. An iconic beauty. And, yes, I do want to see her tits. Okay. Okay. I would treat her right. That's interesting. I would treat Meryl Streep right. Okay. I'd tame that shrew. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think of her as a shrew. Uh, I saw her in Taming of the Shrew at the uh, Delacorte Theater in Central Park. Oh, you did? Yeah, when I was a kid. What, she, did she take her clothes off? No. Oh. It was her and Raul Julia. Oh, Raul Julia. Yeah, young. Okay. Pre-fame. No longer with us, right, Raul he Julia? He is no longer okay. with us. No. Okay. This is pre-fame. Okay. This is pre-Adam's family. Uh, it is pre Adam's family. It is. It is pre Kiss of the Spider Woman. Okay. Actually, Kiss of the Spider was pro- Kiss of the Spider Woman was probably right around the, the uh, corner. Sure. I mean, Raul you know, Julia. Right. Speak. By the way, let's let's uh, acknowledge the fact that Raul Julia is the villain in Tequila Sunrise. So oh, we, we were just talking we about, that. about all of the actors in Tequila Sunrise. God, coming full circle. Michelle Pfeiffer was the lead actress. In that movie. Great movie, by coming the way. Full circle. Written by Robert Town. Okay. 
Okay. Go on. Right. Go on. Good. Okay. Well, uh, you were in the middle of a hate, weren't you, or no? Uh, I think Oh, I sex I scenes where you don't take the clothes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. But those are like, uh, it's like those scenes where you go into, uh, like, you know, it's like a strip club, and the strippers are all, they're all clothed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like those movies where you know it's a PG movie when the, the stripper on the stage is in a bikini. Sure. You know what I mean? But, you know, to be fair, to be fair, yeah. there are strip I mean, the stripper has to start someplace. Like, she can't right. strip. But if it, there's multiple strippers on stage, one of them should be naked. One of them should be naked. Right. That's the worst strip joint in think? the world. Yeah. I got one more hate. Do a hate and, and then your love. Okay. This, this is going to be totally random. Okay. Uh, you know the song um, Mr. Brightside by The Killers? Not really. You know that song. Uh, jealousy has begun to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Yeah. Big, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I know that okay, song. Okay, so yeah. the other day uh, on the radio, on yeah. satellite radio, uh, Killers, Mr. Brightside, the Jacques Lucant mix. Okay. Like, What's that? I don't know. He must be some like, uh, like French, French DJ or something like that. Who, who remixed the song or, or covered it? Yeah, like remixed the song. I see. Okay. And like I was like, okay, I'll stick around and hear what this is okay. all, all about. Let's see what this French man did. Let's hear. And like, it's a completely different version of it. Okay. But the intro, like before he even started singing, was like five minutes of okay. like fucking electronica music. Okay. And it was one of those things where it was like, I was past the point of no return. Like two minutes in, I was like, I'm gonna fucking wait it out. Yeah. I'm gonna wait. three. You've minutes invested in. your time. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, three okay. minutes in, I was like, I'm not going to let you defeat me, Mr. Lucant. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can't chase me away with this sure. stupid fucking remix sure. of yours. Okay. Four minutes in, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. The Four words, minutes? Okay. Words haven't even started yet. At five minutes, okay. finally the words started. As soon as I heard the first bars, I was like, fuck you, and I changed the station. Really? Yeah. What, what was this, like the fucking extended mix station or something? What do they throw on a seven-minute version of that song? Dude, I don't even With the know. French remix. It probably went on for, it was probably a 20 Is it the French version. channel? Was it the French channel on Sirius I, you, XM? You busted me. Okay. I was listening to the French channel. Okay. Yeah. The French pop channel? To the you're French uh, EMD. <laughs> what is it? Electronic dance? EDM? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. French EDM? Yeah. It's uh, channel 465 on your uh, Sirius <laughs> okay. Okay. FM. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's called Wii. <laughs> it's called Wee Wee. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that I hate that. The Wee Channel? I, yeah, hate I fucking that hate remix. that channel. Okay. So it's kind of a random one, but I, I was like... It is random. I've never heard it. I couldn't agree with you or not agree with you because I haven't heard it. But, but you can you can certainly sense my frustration. Yeah. I don't like I don't like what I'm hearing. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> I was listening to it. I was like... At, at about three minutes, I was like, I hate this song. Okay. But I'm not going to turn it off because I want to hear where it goes. I wanna, I'm going to wait it out. Right. But I wrote it down. I was like, I hate this song. And I'm putting on my list of things I hate. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I hate the killers, Mr. Brightside, Jacques Lucant mix. Mix. But the regular version of the song you like? I do like it. Yeah. I think that the like the the um, I think the killers in general operate about ninety percent. Okay. Uh, top skill. Okay. You, like, you think they have more skill than they're letting on? Well, no, they're good. I, I can't say I'm not familiar with them. So I, I mean, I know a couple of their songs and all, but well, they have some hits, but then always like. At like two minutes and forty five of their song, they go off on like a little tangent that I always find to be a little bit soft and weak. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. In the song, okay. And I'm blanking on. They don't one. put a, put their four quarters together. I don't think they do. Okay. I think, or I think they go off on little flights of fancy sometimes okay. in their hit songs. Okay. And you're like, I like most of the song except for that little part. Okay. Sure. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Here's here's what I love. Okay. Here's go. What I love Kevin. You might remember me talking about this the other day. I woke up in the morning. Yeah. And. 
the toothpaste flavor was still intact in my mouth. Okay. I woke up with a minty, with the minty flavor still in my mouth. Well, how long did you sleep? I, I think I slept like six hours. And the toothpaste was still in your mouth? Yeah, and I'm trying I, to figure, I don't buy that. Well, no, no, it did, though. And I'm trying to figure out. It happens to me about once a year. That's never happened to me. I know, but you're, you got like, you know. But I don't know that happens to anybody. You got like a swamp. What did you do? Like, did you cake it in there or something? Just leave it? There are two. I, a I, gel you put in there and no, you left I'm, it in there? I feel like there are two possibilities. Okay. I feel like one possibility is that I might have forgotten to rinse Okay. after I brushed my teeth. And so there was maybe a, an extra layer up there. Okay. Though I never forget to rinse. <laughs> Who does? And then I, uh, I was thinking that maybe what happened is I slept so hard that like my tongue didn't move around, mm-hmm. and I sealed in the toothpaste between my tongue and my, the roof of my mouth. Okay. Okay. Like it didn't. Okay. No. Like I, I breathed through my nose. I didn't move. I can't believe that. But I woke up, and, and my... That's never happened to me in my life. Breath was fresh and minty. Really? And I was aware. I was like, holy shit. I still... It tastes sweet and minty in my mouth. Wow. This is fantastic. You're like, honey, honey, taste my mouth. Come here, lick my tongue. Look at this. That's never happened to you once? Never happened to me. Well, I loved it. I love it when okay. it happens. Okay. I wonder it's if that's a, ever happened to the Chew Crew. But I mean, I... I uh, chew Crew, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, if your mouth is minty when you wake up? No, my mouth is foul. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I don't, I don't. There's a little fucking bacteria party going on there overnight. Do you feel badly for your tongue? <laughs> I feel bad for you. There are days like this morning. I felt bad for my tongue. Oh, you did? Yeah, because my so breath what, what was you, like. Were you subjected it to last night or what? Well, you know what? I I, I I was aware that like I mean we got fucked up last night, right? And um, but also like a lot of different kinds of booze, which you know contributes to the stink. A know? lot of booze. Yeah. A lot of late night snacks. Like there's sometimes where you're lying in your bed after a night like that and be like, God, I'm glad I'm alone in this bed. Oh I, yeah, because I fucking stink. Well, right and then now. the next day you're like, you know, I'm so like I can't do this at home. Right. You feel like shit. You feel like absolute shit. Right. And then you like. And then you go out and do it again. And then you roll over and like you hit a wrapper <laughs> and you're like, oh, right. in your bed. What's that? Yeah. I, br- oh, I brought the nutter butters to bed. Huh? Okay. Okay. Well, you did you because you racked in that chair right there last night. This one. Yeah. For how long? Like an hour? No, not like an hour, no. But I had to, uh, I mean, you were dead, and I had to wake you up and roust you, and then brought you down to your room. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> you here to hear, folks. That's me uh, finding out that I passed out in Kevin's room. Yeah. I, I, walked you down, I walked you down to your room. Mm, thanks. What time was that? Was it like four? Yeah. Was it after four? Yeah. Did we stay at the bar till four? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was, I was talking to one of the guys uh, who, one of our friends who came to the show last night who had to leave. Yeah. And he, you know, he was another guy. He was, he was like, he didn't want to do any shots. Yeah, I know. And he had a legitimate reason. Right. He couldn't get out of doing the shots. I know. I still am not, I'm still not on board with this toothpaste in the morning thing, but okay. So it's never happened to you once? Never. Chew, Chew Crew. All right, look. Hold on, Chew Crew. I'm, I'm putting down something here. Laying something down? I'm laying something down. Because, you know, a lot of times, like, it's become a joke now. We're like, Chew Crew, uh, write to us. Tell us what you think. <laughs> it's not a joke. They respond. Sometimes. Okay. A few people will respond. Okay. Chew, Chew crew. crew. Has anyone woken up with the taste of toothpaste in their mouth? Yeah. I'm going to put After a, a six-hour sleep. I'm going to put a poll on Twitter. I could say it like in a one-hour nap. No, no. I'm talking about like... Six, seven hours? Nah. No yeah. fucking way. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Let's try. How are you? Are you firing on all cylinders? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah? Feeling pretty good. Okay. We'll see how the show goes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap it up here. Um, all right, you crew, thank you very much. There's a couple hates and a love on the end there. Some love. A love on the end. I have a, you know what else? I have another love. A, what? A little quick one. What? I love the term en flagrante. 
and flagrante. Yeah. Okay. You know, because th- it's Spanish or because of what it means. Uh, I I just you know it's like when you know obviously it means that somebody's been caught like in the act. Sure. Yeah. Doing something. Yeah. Uh, Sexual. Nude. Sure. And they were caught en flagrante. Right. Uh, it's a great term. I, I just love the term. Yeah. You know, it's like if it fits into my the world of en toto, which I've spoken about mm-hmm. loving before. Right. Uh, fits into the world of l'enfant terrible. <laughs> you know, to describe okay. a, you know a, 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 an infantile person. Sure. Um, but uh, en flagrante, I like that one. It's a great one. Yeah, that's a good one. Foreign terms. Yeah, it's a good name for a movie. Yeah. Ooh. Good, t- good movie title. That's like starring you and Sharon Stone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And James Woods. Mm-hmm. En flagrante. En flagrante. Stone Woods Heffernan. Yeah. En flagrante. Fuck Woods. That'd be, uh, you'd be psyched though if if you and James Woods were in a movie together going head to head. I don't think so. As two lawyers. I don't think I'd want to hang out with the guy. Hey Kev. Hey Kev. Uh, what do you what do you say after after uh, we wrap today we're gonna go and uh, hit some of the strip clubs. Yeah. What do you think? Let's go somewhere and make fun of gay people, huh? Yeah. What do you say, Kev? What you, hey, I got, like, I got a great oh, yeah, term Jim, for gay that's people. a great... Uh, it's pillow biter. Yeah, what do you think about a, that? That's a great idea, James. Thank you. I'd love James, to. James was on a talk show Would talking about to. pillow biters. He's like, yeah, that guy's a pillow biter. Yeah, he, I mean, you know, the guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. So. All right. Um, okay, enough of that. Okay. Um, um, that's it. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it um, up. Chukru, you got to come see us in Phoenix and in Charlotte. Yep. In uh, June. June 8th, 9th, and 10th, Phoenix, and mm-hmm. uh, the next weekend, 15th, 16th, 17th, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Coming back to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay, and also, I'd like to say, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Oh, boy. An artist that we loved. Oh, yeah. And Crazy respected. news. We've been listening to a lot. We listened to a lot of Chris Cornell in the bar last night. Mm-hmm. We, we did. We put a little loop on it in the bar. Super unknown. Uh, every, every jog here in uh, Raleigh. It's three yep. jogs, three times through. Okay. Good yeah. for you, bro. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, Chew Crew. All right. We'll talk to you next week. What are you chewing on your way out? Mm, mm, I don't know. Which I go? Mm. You know, I'm having I'm having yeah. a, a barbecue uh, bacon cheeseburger. Really? Yeah, I had one at the club bacon last night. It was delicious. Oh, it was okay. Is that what you're gonna do tonight? again tonight? Or? Yeah. The last thing I ate last night was um, beef jerky. Okay. It was funny because I when I woke up, your bag of beef jerky was tipped over onto that chair, uh-huh. and the beef jerky was just spread all over <laughs> all over the chair. Sweet. So. I cleaned it up. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, appreci- I appreciate that. All right, you crew. We'll talk to you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Nerdist.